Y'all want some stake money? Go download Better Picks. The NBA season is here. New users will get a deposit match up to $500. That's 500 bucks. Download Better and use code BO. Why don't we start off with my segment segment, because that was just terrible. All right. I have a small. <laughs> He's so tight. <laughs> He's so tight. There's a small gift from Santorini. Oh, frick. Wow. Oh, let's go. I have to open it with you guys because they've packaged these like it was a bomb. Oh, my gosh. I hope, um, it, I hope it, it is. is. <laughs> this wasn't a joke. Is I just did it. You, you, you can't have the exact same one. Though, so. <laughs> I like this the, is the thing that I like the most. It's it's the, little bro. Yeah. I have the smallest one. <laughs> Well, this, this You're never really sipping anything on the pod, so that's true. I fi- <gasps> a little hint, a little hint. Ah. But I figure I'd give you something that you can sip a little espresso out of. Oh, you can make a little gosh. digestive. Oh my gosh! So <gasps> <gasps> oh. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh! It's got a freaking deer and a harp player. Oh, I love it so much. Dope colors. Bro, this is insane. Oh, this is so cool. Is yours different? I think it's the same. Nice. Cheers. I love it. Oh Dude. no, yours is yours is different. You have um You got like a bunch of ladies. You have guys. <laughs> <laughs> I got all the dudes. Dude, this okay, is Okay, that's dope too. Yeah, that's oh my sick. gosh. It's like a little goblet. Yeah, it's a great shot glass. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. You know, you sip in the espresso out of that, that's pure class. Oh my gosh, it's only class. Cheers, boys. Cheers gorgeous what thank you you're gonna yep. get a Great. picture for yeah. me tomorrow morning me drinking out of this that's amazing start off my day <laughs> he's like yo so like after we turn this off yo, this is just for the show you got to give that back oh that's amazing thank you bro gotcha. let's Thanks, let's man. let's talk about santorini then honeymoon uh, boy it was fantastic bro i've been wanting to go to greece for so long mm-hmm. first off business class is oh. a must Absolutely, Bro. it's essential. <laughs> Insane, dude. Right, so worth it. I'll never travel internationally without it. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it that was big. So, such a game changer. Like, um, was the big difference? Yeah. What was the big difference? Yeah. What was? <laughs> it? was I thought you were yeah. saying like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a big like, difference. I was like, yeah. Don't you know what game changer means? Um, no, the bed. <laughs> you stupid, stupid idiot. The dude, the the chair turned into a. Hey, full hey, bed. hey! Hold on, real quick. You don't get to be mean to you. <laughs> That's our job. You be That's nice. You build yourself all right, up. All right. Okay. And I like the the twinning, the black on black. Yeah, black. dude, you're doing yeah. a good job. I saw you change your shirt when I walked in. <laughs> um, so, dude, so the chair, the chair literally turns into a full bed. Ah. Uh. Wow. And so I didn't see business class the, the way there. I slept seven hours. Yeah. Because wow. Because it, we, we left at 8 p.m. So you were just knocked. So I just like, I pressed bed and it went down all the way to bed, got a blanket and a pillow, and I woke up in Greece. That's the best thing I've ever heard. It was amazing. Wow. It has to be that way. Yeah. And I, and then, but like, apparently Julie was getting like catered to hand and foot the entire, she got like a five course meal, like, I woke up and the, like the dude was like giving her like tea and lemon to. You're like, like hey, hey, yeah. Hey, I was hey, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what the hell happened in seven hours? We're married. What are you doing? She's like, hey, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, so that dude, that was just so nice because I basically got a full night's sleep. Woke up, we were in, in Greece. What what was the time difference? Uh, seven hours. So ahead. Four, ahead, so it was like, in the in the afternoon. Seven hours um, forward. So you would have got there at like two p.m. or something. You some like, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. it's like a perfect like yeah. you probably felt okay. You got like a nice Yeah, sleep. I felt good and then I slept that night like fine. Right. In Greece. So um that was just beautiful. Didn't experience the business till the way home, but mm. the fact that I could sleep was so nice. That's so nice. So uh yeah, we got there. I had three different stays booked for us. One was uh at the very like the highest point of the island. So it's the top of the mountain. Um and the only thing above us was uh an Orthodox monastery. So it was wow. like my Gosh, dream. It's amazing. Yeah. So we would like walk up there. It was literally like 100, 100 feet from, from our place uh, where we were staying. Um, it was called Santorini Sky. It was like super, super nice uh, Airbnb. Yeah. And uh, stayed there for two days, just like explored. And then we went down to um, the like main part of the island called Ia. It's like where you see all the pictures of like the white houses with the, the blue like church dome tops and right. everything. So then we explored all down there. We stayed at a super nice hotel right over the, the uh, water and uh did some more exploring did a boat day saw the whole island and then we went up to the other part of the island called the uh theta it's like the other touristy part okay 
each Airbnb was sick. Um, the last one was a uh, old opera house. So yeah, so it was like super. It was like gothic and uh, like super high ceilings, like nice. cave. It had um, a room like bigger than this, and the only thing in it was a huge jacuzzi. Oh, um, but nice. like the but the jacuzzi wasn't working, so it was like a cold tub. <laughs> so I was like even better, bro. <laughs> like, like, I would just jump in there before bed. It was so nice. Ah, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and then it had um, it had a, a spiral staircase down to a cellar, like underground cellar. With like wine bottles surrounding the whole thing and a dining room table, it was like a sick, a sick area. And we had like a private dinner down there one night. It was, <sighs> yeah, it was it was gorgeous. That's so cool. Yeah, um, I love that. Yeah, it was it was the whole island was just beautiful and it was a, like a quiet time for tourists. So we had like the whole island to ourselves. Nice churches every hundred feet. So <laughs> it was like it was perfect. Every church. Yeah. Like um like 50 churches like every block has their own designated church yeah well i i I was like trying to visit most of them and then i learned that most of them are private churches like literally people just have them for like birthdays baptisms and like really yeah and then i and i and i also learned that like it's you have to pay a lot of money um to electric companies to build houses in the mountains okay but if you build a church you don't Ah. pay so that's like another reason nice yeah um so yeah, we just did a bunch of exploring, chilled, and saw the whole island. And then on the way back, I was like, "I'm getting my money's worth of the business class." <laughs> so, going all in. Yeah, so I was like, "Yeah, whatever they offer, I'm getting." So uh, it was during the day. First, first off, you get access to like the business lounges, and we right. flew out of um, from Athens to Switzerland. And the Swiss, dude, the Swiss freaking airport was insane. I've actually flown through there. Yeah, you yeah, it's, it's like so nice. Literally, like, did you go to that? I don't know if. It, if we you were even in the same section, but there's like an amazing cheese shop in one. In one I, of I, dude, it was a huge mall, pretty much. Like yeah. I, I'm sure there's everything, but like literally the nicest airport airport food I've ever seen. Like full on high end cafeteria, and you can just like pick up everything, and then you like go pay somewhere. Like I don't even know, but uh. <laughs> Tony stole all of the food. <laughs> but but so then I was like, oh, yeah, let's not spend money here. Let's go to the lounge, and yep. the lounge had like. Yeah, like servers, like chefs, right. like full, full, on, all Sound free nice. stuff. And then we got on the plane, and uh, they do like a five course meal, like basically like Michelin star food um, during the flight. Oh. And so I like obviously slam that, and then they have a separate menu that you can order at any point. But they assume like if they feed you five courses, like n- no one really orders it. Bro, I ordered. <laughs> <laughs> ordered everything off this menu and then one of the dishes was this fig pear oh meat ravioli oh bro those are like three of my favorite things i had like no lie probably eight 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 dishes of that and it's uh, like another one yeah and and then i started asking like other stewardess i was like i was like hey could i try the uh ravioli and she was like yeah no problem and then like the other chick would walk by and be like catch on the ravioli <laughs> and uh yeah so, that, so i just dude i was so full oh. by the end of that flight i ate as much as i could um <laughs> just like we watched like a couple movies just chilled uh, out like it was uh like definitely worth it amazing was it one of those like business class things where like i've seen like on luxury flights before that they have like a closing door was it one of those or uh, you have like your own room or was the, it the way there was kind of like that it was like super private like you couldn't really tell who was next to you the the way back was a little more um a little more general okay. but yeah it was that's so nice it, yeah definitely worth it so that was that was pretty much the trip that's so nice mm-hmm. happy for you buddy yeah. thanks bro that's yeah, awesome. Sure. I love that you told the story about how you the flights way more than what you did in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> the Greece is a given, but like the flights, yeah. I was yeah. like, this is crazy. Right. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. good stuff. That's good stuff. You now, also came back with a pinky ring, which I like. I left with no rings and now I have two. Yeah. So uh whatever, man. I like the addition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like these design a lot and I'm a pinky ring guy now, so mm-hmm. that you are. Four to six weeks running, we'll have a pinky <laughs> ring. On one of each hand. 100%, bro. He'll have a pinky ring. He'll be like. <laughs> so I've been doing this for four years. Right, yeah. He's like, Just dude, I always on. wear this. What are you talking about? And we'll go back to this episode. Have to pull show it out. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, what have you guys been up to? 
Uh, I don't really remember. It blocked out since I've been gone. Pretty much, yeah. That's usually what I do when you leave. Yeah. Um, How's you guys Thanksgiving? Oh, dude, yeah, I ate so much food for Thanksgiving. What'd you guys do? Just uh, we went over. Yeah, we went over. My family and Maddie's family all got together in uh, in Pittsburgh, and bro, we ate so much food. Yeah, yeah, just housed everything. Thanksgiving's the best. Yeah, had obviously the turkey, the mashed potatoes, stuffing, green bean casserole, which is my number one. Which corn bake. We had sweet potato casserole. We had. Every, deviled eggs I ate probably 15 mm. 20 of them yeah it was good I love that good stuff you guys don't do you guys do like a traditional American yeah. Thanksgiving yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, that's like one of the things we do traditional but I did make some like Greek dishes because I learned how to make them so I made some like you made tzatziki tzatziki and yeah. skodaya and, nice uh, nice yeah and then Thais made hummus so we did like oh yeah Thais is like a he looks like a guy that would just do some amazing hummus yeah yeah it's good stuff. What about you, Ronan? Oh, uh, I had a really, really awful. It was probably the worst Thanksgiving meal I've ever had. And let me tell you oh, why. Wow. So, <laughs> so I went over. You know, my my family's super small. It's me and my mom and my dad. Okay. So we like my mom's friend invited us over th- for Thanksgiving. Right. Super nice, great people. Like had a great time. But when it came down, to hold up. Do they listen to the pod? No, they're dead to me. Not great people. Well, that's why I'm telling you this. All right, go. Ahead. So. So they don't find out. Um, <laughs> when we, you know, we're sitting out at the table, you know, everyone's grabbing their plates and everything. And when I take my first bite of mashed potatoes and stuffing, there's no salt. Oh, like you can't geez. taste salt in anything. The turkey, unseasoned. Oh. And I walk out because I'm like, I'm like, I must be the only one that like really thought this. I asked my mom, like, mom, was that like? How did you feel about the food? She's like, yeah, it was fucking awful. I was like, jeez. So at least I wasn't the only one. But oh you know. man, but so that sounds yeah. terrible. No, nah, I mean overall it was it was good, good to com- see them and stuff. Company, just not yeah. not next time season your food. <laughs> Big fights this weekend in Austin, Texas. Who? Tell me. We who. have. Give um, me the names. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw them down real quick. We have Daryush, okay, against Armin Sarkarian. Yep. Uh, we have that's a good fight. The guy that follows you around. This is the first card follows me around that you guys aren't together on. Uh, uh, Jalen Turner. Jalen Turner. Oh, it's Bobby Green. Yeah. Oh, that's a oh, fight. he's late, that's gonna be a late great replacement. Fight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for Hooker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's supposed to be Hooker and Bobby Green. That's a good fight. I'm nervous for that guy. Late replacement, bro. Oh, it cuts weight. so much weight, bro. So much weight. That's, yeah, it's at one fifty-five too. Yeah, he cuts a lot of weight, but he makes it. So yeah, that's a good fight. Yeah, that would be good. Um, Rob Font against uh, Figueredo. Figueredo. Really? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Figueredo's coming up. Yes, at uh, bantamweight. So it's going to be one thirty-five. That's a good fight too. Yeah, Man, these good. are these are good fights. Uh, Sean Brady against Kevin Gas Kelvin Gaslam at one seventy. Uh, yes. Yeah, he's going down. Smart man. Smart man. Smart man. And then the last one that on the main card that's pretty notable is Clay Guida against Joaquin Silva. All right. I don't know Joaquin, but Clay Guida. Still oh. fighting, bro. Clay Guida's been fighting for a minute. Respect. So long. Respect. He's a savage wrestler. Yeah. yeah. That's a good card. That's a great card. Yeah, I was actually like not expecting that, but they're doing it up in Austin, huh? Yeah, apparently it's going to be. When is it? Great card. Uh, the Saturday. Oh. I'll I'll be in Austin on Tuesday. You'll just oh, yeah. miss it. Just missed it. Just miss it. Oh, good. I don't care. Um, <laughs> the other thing that I want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> really good fight. It's a great card. Yeah, I don't care. The <laughs> other thing that I wanted to t- talk about is uh, another Tony was actually training with your boy, uh, Goggins. Oh yeah. Have you been seeing that like on social at all? I did yeah. briefly. Dear thing, man. Yeah, that's. That's intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know how it's going to work. <laughs> it's hard because I respect it because that's probably like a dope accomplishment, but I don't know how it's going to affect him five weeks out. Yeah, I feel like that's just about probably the hardest thing you could do training-wise. I was listening to some of the stuff they said they were doing. This is like three or four workouts a day. They were mm-hmm. doing miles and miles of lunges. Like they couldn't yeah. walk and stuff. And I'm like, well, I don't. I hope it helps. Yeah, <laughs> I hope. I mean, I guess he knows how to fight. 
Yeah, he goes in there and just smashes Patty. That would be crazy. The entire Bro, MMA imagine world. if imagine if freaking Tony Ferguson just knocks him out or oh something crazy. Gosh. Bro, he has a little bit in him. He almost knocked out Michael Chandler. Yeah. Dude, he was like had a That was a good fight. It was a good fight. Yeah, yeah and then he got front kicked yeah. super hard. But uh yeah, I don't know. Not the way I would train, but teach their own. Who knows? Maybe he takes the next five weeks off and just goes in feeling so fresh. <laughs> <laughs> There's just like no way that that dude isn't already overtrained. Yeah, I know it's sad, yeah. but we'll oh see. Well. I hopefully he wins. Yeah, I really hope he wins. Well, my next question would be: Do you think that you could not in like a fighting scenario, like maybe after your MMA career, do you think that you could pass Hell Week yeah, with 100%. David Goggins, like with flying colors? He did say that Tony Ferguson is the only one to pass. It like was, you put him through like a Hell Week, basically. Yeah. yeah. It would for sure be. I mean, I feel like if you hard. put me in the actual hell week, I would just decide that I'm passing, and then I would pass. Mm-hmm. But that's the only really way you're gonna make it through. Yeah, I feel like you just gotta be like, I'm passing, mm-hmm. and this is done. It doesn't really matter what we do. Yeah. So that's it. And uh, if you're going to like, I don't know, I think I can do it. Then you're probably not going to. Mm-hmm. It'll get to a point where you're just gonna be, you know, I don't want to do this that bad. Yeah. <laughs> You met David Goggins when we were in... Uh, quick, yeah, we did quick. Briefly. Yeah. Yeah, he was cool. He was yeah, exactly what I expected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the same. He was dope. He's yeah, a was scary cool. guy. Yeah. Scary I wouldn't guy. say scary, but... To he me, was he was scary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to me, it was scary. Well, you know, keep that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Bo, do you know Aaron Rodgers is coming back? No, he's not. He is. No, he's not. Really? They just set out today. This year. This year, week 16, he's coming back. Did he go to Columbia or Tijuana, do you know? Uh, I've recently been hearing reports. He's going to play an NFL football game. He uh, allegedly, week 16, he's coming back. He probably got some stem cells. Yeah, I don't know that that gives you a 16-week heel time on a ruptured Achilles. I don't know. I don't know either. If they I, repaired it and then he got a bunch of shot into it. I'm sure he got the best stuff. He probably did a ayahuasca trip the day after, and he's good to go. I guess. I don't know, man. I think it took multiple, took multiple. Trips. That would be cool though if he came back, bro. If he did, I would be hyped. I love Aaron Rodgers. On the Super Bowl. Well, you did say you'd poop your pants on the. <laughs> if he comes back, <laughs> if he comes solid. back before the end of the season, I will. That would be insane. I will poop my. That'd pants be awesome on 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 the pod. Did say that. Yeah, did I? Say that. Pull up the clip. I don't know. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta check that. Uh, that's what he was leading up to. I didn't know what he was leading up to. Uh, <laughs> has to be in the regular season. It has to be in the regular season. I, I do yeah, agree. Okay. Well, they're not making the playoffs, so they might. Yeah. They might. You never know. Do you know Theo Vaughn's coming to State College? Yeah, bro. I heard that in February. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just talking with Moose. Like, we got all go. Be hilarious. Yeah, it'd be funny, bro. That did so. So this is so funny that you brought that up because I was talking about it with my wife today. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, like, that guy's character is really good. And she's like, <laughs> I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, like, the, he kind of like the redneck character. I'm like, no. <laughs> that's, like, that's just how he is. That's just, like, what he does. That's funny. She, she's like, oh, my gosh, for the longest time she thought it was like a, like a stage, like, character. <laughs> like, no, no, that's not a, not a character. He's just hilarious. That's great. Yeah. Theo Vaughn is one of the most interesting people in the world. Yeah, I love when he goes on his tangents, like, just thinking of, like, uh, similarities of things. <laughs> the, the most random. Bro, I just saw one clip today where uh, th- he was talking about, like, he was on a podcast with this Asian dude, and they were talking about, uh, he was like, oh, yeah, well, like, you know, what is it like back in your homeland or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the dude was like, oh, well, I'm from America. He's like. Sure, buddy. Sure, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> sure, buddy. <laughs> oh, that killed me. One of my favorite Theo Bond clips is when he's doing like the answering the internet thing, and it was the question was, if God were to come down and you had to elect one human being to like represent humanity, who would it be? And his answer is. I don't know, probably, like, some Filipino man. Filipinos are always happy. I mean, like, I don't know who, but someone Filipino. <laughs> Somebody, some Filipino guy? Some Filipino guy. Oh, my gosh. Manny Pacquiao, uh, maybe? That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. I would pick, yeah, he'd be good. Manny Solid Pacquiao. representation. Um, Him or uh, maybe uh, the, the mountain. 
Put Manny Pacquiao on the mountain shoulders. This is this is us. Take this it or humanity. take it or leave it. Full spectrum. Oh I'm thinking about watching Game of Thrones for the first time. Dude, you should. It's really good. Hold on. What do you think? <laughs> Game of Thrones, I've also never seen it. Oh, that's rare. Maybe you guys could team up and watch together. You'd love look how excited he is. <laughs> he's so hyped. He's like, no, no, he's no, like, no. See this if you want to. This is this is the difference. Can we do that, please, Tony, please? <laughs> this is the difference between me and Tony. Is that we'd get to ten o'clock and we'd be You'd be done. Forty minutes into the episode, there's yeah. twenty minutes left. Tony's like, I'm calling it. I'm like can't suck me in with your cliffhangers. And then I would be up till two in the morning. The thing is, Done you do one. that just to prove a point. It's half and half. If I'm alone, <laughs> I do it to prove a point. <laughs> when I'm with you guys, it's just genuinely late. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, all right, you can wait 20 minutes and your life's going to be better because now you've felt some closure on that, at least that episode. Or you can just be a straight weirdo. Just leave. Dry knuckle and just leave for no reason. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a great time to do that. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during the tough moments, or treating yourself to a day of complete rest, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. BetterHelp.com slash bow today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bow. Frank brought this segment up to me, actually, so I, I definitely have to do it now. Shout okay. out to Frank. What's the one thing that you always make fun of me for? There's a lot. Well, no, right, that shouldn't, that um, the be. one thing I always make fun of you for... That you probably bring up on a daily basis. Your intellect, your looks, <laughs> your attire, um, your choice of words, who you are as a person. Where I'm from. <laughs> oh, where are you from? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm from. So, <laughs> Yeah, like 45 minutes outside 45 of Philadelphia. minutes outside of Philadelphia, and I claim yeah, to be so a Philadelphian. So recently, this one trading card company decided to make a new card... Of oh Bo, my god! Actually, bro. and I just want to say hate that this. it's Bo it's honestly it. like I have I don't it's it's dumb. It's such a fraud. I'm a Philly boy, I guess. Oh nickel, heck! In, it's a sick card, by the way. It is cool. Um, I didn't realize that you claimed Philadelphia, man. Welcome to the family. I guess, dude. Well, I think that it's more of um. So my high school was the Allen Eagles, so we obviously have an eagle. Uh, that's my house that i live in now it's a nice little farmhouse and then the bell signifies it symbolizes strength and dignity so it actually has nothing to do with philadelphia i talked to them about it oh. you had me going for a little while <laughs> <laughs> and the soft pretzels like because oh the sowers. soft pretzels because sowers yeah i love soft yeah. pretzels from sowers <laughs> yeah no yeah it's a cool card but it, i don't get why they went philly they should have they literally could have done so much cool state college stuff could have had a Ninny Lion and Rec Hall, and they could have had... Even Pittsburgh would have been close. Even Pittsburgh, yeah. I'm more of a Pittsburgh boy than a Philly boy, but... That's kind of cool. Whatever, man. They don't, nice. they, don't, they don't talk to me. Apparently. They should ask me more questions about cards, cause, or Frank, because we have a lot of good ideas. Mainly Frank's, because <laughs> he's the master, but yeah. Do I went down that rabbit hole while Bo was gone over, or while we were all kind of gone over trading cards, and it is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. It's fun, man. Well, look at that. It's $2,500 for a piece of cardboard with that guy's face on it, which... Which makes sense. Which That checks out for well, me. Well, but, like, it, it's crazy how much some smolder. of these cards are going for. That That's worth at least $2,500 in itself. Just the smolder. Just the yeah, smolder. That's a crazy world. I, I had no idea existed. <clears throat> yeah, it's good. Good stuff. Wait till you have your own, Tony. Well, we have kind of a combo card. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. the select oh, one. That's cool. Yeah, we got to double sign those. Yeah, that's cool. I have one. I think my card's going to look a little different. You think? Are you going to have grease in the background of yours? A <laughs> 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 fake laugh. Or, or Princeton. <laughs> well, you could, you're technical. I mean, I'm, you're closer to Philly than I am, so you'd claim Philadelphia. They would do what's, I don't even know, like, does Jersey even have any cool things about it? Like, it's kind of like a wax state. 
I mean, just go down the list, man. Of what? Name three things that are cool. What are five like big names that have came from New Jersey besides yourself? Snucky, Jordan Burroughs. Uh, the one dude. Um, Nick Suriano. You're just naming athletes. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of uh, the one dude that Bruce Springsteen. He's from Jersey? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, I'll take so, that. Just a small town girl. Living in a lonely world. That took not, us 26 episodes until we got copyrighted right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Bruce Springsteen. I was trying to see if you guys were catching that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it went right over. I saw a really funny article today about how the uh, Harvard is offering a class on Taylor Swift. And oh, her that sounds... On culture. It's just Taylor Swift? It's like Taylor Swift. I'm gone for three weeks, and this is the best day you have. <laughs> A class on T-Swift. I thought it was pretty interesting. Yo, I'm thinking about, um, like, once I'm done fighting, going back to school and just, like, getting my MBA from Harvard, working for Goldman or some type of private equity, doing something like that. That'd be chill, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking it would be fun. Or Probably just start there, though. You could probably just start at Goldman. Maybe. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Just got to read, watch some YouTube videos. Dude, You'd have to go to the NBA. I just want to go to Harvard, kind of. I don't know why. It just sounds fun. You could take a day trip. <laughs> Where's Harvard? Uh, Massachusetts. Boston. Boston? Uh, we went to Boston once. Boston was cool. We were yeah, there for like eight hours. We flew over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but I, I, don't, I feel like that would be cool. I need to figure out what I should do for them to give me kind of like an honorary master's in business. Mm. You know? Or like a PhD in 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 business and success i was assuming like if you win enough ufc titles they just hand those out yeah well that's kind of i i was really asking the question if y'all thought that that was something that they do like an honorary doctoral if they're not then why are we doing all of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah like honorary doctoral degree and everything amazing yeah and just excellence yeah excellence that's a good word like Shaq has a doctorate did he go to school yeah, he he did go to school. He actually for paid for uh, him and like he you couldn't you couldn't he couldn't like just go to class on his own. So he paid for like eight of his his friends to go to business school as well, and then they just had like their own professors. Dang, maybe I'll do that. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Because I feel like they learned some cool stuff actually over there. Obviously, I'm not the Taylor Swift class. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't ever step foot near that class. Not because I hate Taylor Swift, just because it sounds like a dumb thing to learn. To pay for to learn, I would just that makes sense. All right, everybody on the same page. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. But like cool stuff, like some type of hypothetical theory and business and networking and just finding ways to do good in the world. You actually want to go back to school? That's real. No, it is. It's been something that's on my mind. Kind of thinking about what I will do after I'm done fighting. There's a few options on the table. One. Just ride off into the sunset, literally, on a horse, mm -hmm. and move to Alaska. Two, become a famous movie star, a la Arnold Schwarzenegger. You've heard of him, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just watched the Three, go to business school. Just for fun, though. Not, like, because I need it. Just, mm -hmm. like, I just kind of want that, like, degree hanging up on the wall. Oh, dude, let me tell you, business school, I have one of those things. Then well, you're marketing, me. so let me tell chill. you, buddy. That was <laughs> that was real school, man. Marketing. Oh man. Any times <clears throat> I skip class? <laughs> no, a lot. Oh well, a lot. One there was one day where I I barely made it to class, and it was the morning that we went uh, pheasant hunting. Oh and, yeah, that was and, a good day. Yeah, super fun, and I barely made. I was like, Bo, I don't think I'm gonna go. And Bo's like, Dude, just show up. And I had like. 20 minutes to make it and I drive from his house didn't have my backpack no notepad at all and I roll up in like a big orange jacket and some nice orange pants <laughs> oh, <you're> still, <laughs> still in the hunting gear and my professor goes the hell are you doing like I just came back from hunting and he goes are you actually gonna like do anything I'm like no but I'm here <laughs> that's the important part that's the important yeah that's 90% of it that is the important part um Let's move on to, I think, the new... I came up with a name for our segment for our good conversations. Ooh, the, the things nice. that we get to. Yeah. And I wanted the title, Let's Get Deep. 
It's a start. We can work on it. But I think it's a good I think it's a good titling for now. Let's get deep. Let's get deep. Yo, what if we called it Let's Get Deep? Let's get deep. It sounds way better come from me. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's the it's the uh, (laughs) fluctuation of your words. There's a certain confidence in it that what's the word that I'm thinking of? Um from Thias? Lexicon. That was me. Nah, was, that was me. <laughs> Thias taught me a new word it's called lexicon. Third second, lexicon. Everybody was like, what are they talking about back there? <laughs> All right, let's get deep. All right, let's get deep. Here we go. Um, so I wanted to save this question. I've been thinking about this one for a while. Mm. I had this one written down. But I'm I wanted excited. to save it for this moment where you guys are both in between something. Um, Tony, you just recently went through a big change. Bo, you're about to have a real big change in your life. How do you prepare for that change? And how do you kind of, you know, is there anything that's going through your head? Obviously, this is good change. And you mm-hmm. know that it's it's going to happen. Like you like you were getting married. You're going to have a kid. Um, how do you kind of prepare for that change mentally? Nice. it's a good question. Um, the, the first thing that, that really comes to my mind in regards to change is I'm about to sneeze. Excuse me. Thank you. Need to clear that out. Anyways, the first thing that comes to my mind with with change is really that this is kind of cliche, but change is, is is inevitable. It's going to happen no matter what. We all go through different phases of our life. I like to think of my life at least in certain phases, right? Like kind of had like zero to twenty five, where you're in school, you're grinding, you're doing your thing, you know, and uh, you're kind of that's like a, a, you're basically like a kid in my mind. You know, you, you start to get to your mid twenties, a little older, and you know, start getting more interested in things like getting married, starting a family, having a career, things like that. So that's kind of like the next phase of your life that that I'm in currently. And so, with that, the change part of it is is coming no matter what. It's a good thing, and I think that it's really important to when you're going through change one be open to learning new things and open to new experiences and and not to to close yourself off to those but also have a real good idea of who you are your values your character what's important to you so you're not put into a situation where now you're getting fed that information and told how to be how to act you know and I think that happens a lot to people in those big change moments where, okay, now they're in a different situation. They have different influences and stuff, and they just kind of mold to that, right? So um, I think it's important to balance being open to new experience and, and wanting to learn and grow and get better, but also having core values that you're going to keep consistent throughout your life. And I think you can add though add to that list as you get older and you, you kind of figure out what's important to you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that, that's kind of what comes to mind for me at least. Yeah. I think, um, I feel the same. I mean, there's not like probably getting married was the biggest change in my life. Um, that wasn't like career focused or, um, like day to day stuff, like a big change that you know is coming, right? Like a lot of changes were like maybe unexpected in my life or different things like that. So the way I approach something that I know is coming is very similar to what both said. Be open minded, take what's useful from those that you trust, those around you, those who are already doing that thing. Um, you know, the same way of, you know, I want to achieve this goal. Okay, well, I'm going to find who's, who's already achieved it and learn from them and then apply my own, you know, spin to it and and, and my own personality with it. So um, that's the same way, you know, I approach like getting married is, okay, I've been on my own for a while. What do I need to learn? How do I need to be open-minded to, um, you know, make this as successful as it possibly can be? And then when we get into it, it's just that every day, me trying to be better, me learning. And um, yeah, it's it's not something I've I've thought about too much though. So Well, I think it's interesting what you guys are saying about like being open to it because the way that, like my biggest most recent change was obviously like graduating school and mm-hmm. you know all your friends leave and stuff and i think that the one thing like going back home last week and everything is i think that people weren't open to making that like big jump like they were going to stay here as long as they can and um they didn't they saw what was coming but didn't do any like 
didn't do anything mm. for it. Um, so I think it's interesting how you guys are saying that you have to be open to it. You have to want, like, not want the change, but, um, you know, adapt with it, which I think is that, crucial. Yeah, to kind of clarify that, it's a lot of people are afraid of it, are afraid of change, and they see it as a bad thing. And maybe maybe sometimes, you know, I believe that maybe in the moment it could be a bad thing or you could see it as a bad thing. But if you look at it in a from a big picture perspective and kind of take a step back, it's easy to spin that into a positive. You know, if you choose to, if you have that attitude of, you know, making it a positive, right? Like there's things that, that happen to you that are out of our control that cause change. And then there's, you know, direct choice and action that is going to influence the, what types of change we have in our life. And, uh, so, you know, I think that one, the way you respond to stuff that's out of your control, you know, it really should be the same way that you respond, that you, that you treat stuff in your control, right? You just, you know, something's happened to you. Okay. You're intentional about it. You go back to your core values. You look to learn and grow from it the same way we're looking to learn and grow actively in different areas of our life. And, when stuff comes, uh, and when when stuff happens, or when you choose to make changes, like there's really no need to be fearful. There's no need to be afraid of mm-hmm. any of that stuff. It's like I don't know. It's all to me. I've always just had a perspective of excitement on change, and maybe that's because from when I was born to when I got to school, I lived in so many different places in so many different states. So change was something that was very natural to me, right? Like. At five years old, I moved states. Then I moved states again at 12. Then I moved states again at like 14. Then I moved states again going into college. So it was like I had done all of that stuff before I was even, when I was a kid, right? And and so that's something that I was never really afraid of. And uh, with that, you have to meet new people, form new relationships. Everything starts over, so there's a ton of change. And, and so it's just always been something to me that that was just kind of my life. Mm-hmm. And it was easy to accept and you know you just turn it into a positive yeah there's also like a great deal of it that you can't prepare for right like a lot of big changes it like it might like now that i'm thinking like going off to college like leaving home being like one of the first person in my family to leave the you know the state and go away like that was a big change but it, like, i can only know so much about what that was going to be like like from what i was told but then so it was like more of me just like trusting in god like i feel like this is what you're want me, you want me to do I'm going to go do it and like figure it out as I go. And then, you know, thankfully it was, I was placed around the right people and I, you know, started learning the ropes and how I can be the best that I can be in that scenario. And so it's like, you can prepare for it as best you can, but the biggest changes, like he's about to have a baby. There's only so much that you can prepare for that. Right. It's like, there's going to be a lot of unknown that he's going to experience just firsthand that we won't experience till we experience it firsthand. And so it's like, there's a level of that unknown that you, that's where like the fun of it and excitement comes of just trusting in God and knowing that you'll be able to figure it out in the moment, in yeah, each right. moment. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think a big part of that is being uh, focused on the right things, being focused on, you know, gratitude, being focused on effort. And like a good example, you say, I'm about to have a, have a son and, you know, I'm trying to prepare as best I can, but there's going to be so much that happens that I'm not going to have accounted for prior to. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I know that I'm aware for it. So I'm being, I'm getting prepared as best I can, but also trusting God, uh, knowing that for me, um, I'm not worried about the results. Like, obviously I want my son to grow up, be happy, be healthy, have strong relationships and, and, you know, be successful. And that's something that you could get so worried and caught up in, but what I'm really focused on is just effort. Like I know I'm going to be there for him every second that I can and give him everything that I can to be successful, whatever that looks like in the moment. And I trust that there is so much outside of my control that God's going to take care of that. And it's better that God's taking care of that because if I had to take care of it, that's too much for one person. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to take care of what I can effort based, always have gratitude, always prioritize my relationships. And then the stuff that's outside of that, like, you can't you can't worry about it right like worry is just going to suck that energy out of you you're not going to be able to focus on what you need to focus on and what you actually can control and and you know the way you get the best results regardless of whatever it is whether it's marriage parenting career you know relationships business whatever it's like just effort right like if you just focus on that effort you're not worried about 
you know, stuff you can't control, that, that's how you're going to get, in my mind, good results. Right, and I think that, um, or just going with this. Do you guys believe heavily in the kind of like doing anything new? Like doing something new is a is a big change, obviously. Do you feel that kind of that cliff jump approach is how is better or worse? I mean, it's obviously going to depend on on the idea, but um, to you guys yourself, like kind of just going all in. Like when I started editing videos, it was like, "Frick, I'm just gonna do it," you know. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's how. And when you go into MMA, it's kind of like, "How do you guys feel going into like doing that?" Like, was it kind of just like dive headfirst in, or was it that preparation? I think everybody's different, you know. I think that your personality lends itself to a specific. I guess if you want to summarize that, like a risk profile, right? Like if you look at investments. They're always talking about what's your risk profile? Is it is it high? Is it low? Like how do you want to set yourself up? And and so everybody's different with that. And I think it's the same way with with change. Some people want to kind of dip their toes into something and and feel it out, and then you know maybe pull back, maybe feel out something else, and kind of get a sense of it before. And some people are just boom, they know all in, they're going to go for it. And for me, I've always felt more on the end of like I'm just going to go for it. A good example. So when I first started fighting, I was training a little bit, and then. After about two or three weeks, I was like, all right, let's get a fight, like get an amateur fight. So I trained for maybe five weeks full time when I had my first amateur fight. And, uh, you know, that's not how everybody wants to do it. And and so but but for me, that's just kind of what my personality is and kind of how I've approached a lot of different things in my life. I think that translates over to, to different areas and stuff like, you know, again, with my wife, uh, we dated for eight months before we got engaged and, and got married. Like most, some people are like thinking, you know, Oh, we need to date three, four years and figure that out. And I, I, I knew right away. So I think that that just, it's personal preference and whatever you're comfortable with, you can't really put people in a box and say, you know, you have to do it this way or have to do it that way. And I think it's important, you know, to just let everybody figure it out in their own way. And you know, everybody's on, on their own path in life. So there's a lot of things that you can tell people the right answer. You can tell people the right thing, but at the end of the day, they got to figure that out. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I lean a little more towards the cerebral approach. Like I like to prepare and analyze, but I am aware of like not falling into, um, this was like a term I learned in real estate because I started learning about it. And then you see a lot of people get into that business or similar and they have analysis paralysis where they just like learn, 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 and like never do a deal. So that was something I knew I like had to jump into and, and just figure it out as I was like just kind of BSing it through and learning how to do it as I was like doing a deal. Um, so there's certain things that I think you're, you're going to jump into. You know you have to or you feel strong enough on your heart that it's like, no, I want this. I'm going to do it. And then there's other things you're like maybe you take a little more time at. Maybe you're like a mix of both. Maybe like Bo was saying, he's a little more like just jump in and figure it out along the way. And uh, so I think both are useful. It's just you don't want to be, like, extreme on either end in, in most things. Like, you don't want to just right. jump in everything, go crazy. And also you don't want to just hang back and 50 years goes by and you're like, oh, I would have liked to have done that. So, Right, yeah, I agree. It's it's There's a spectrum, right? So there's this – there's a, a reckless, you know, kind of way where you can jump around and never really figure out what you're truly passionate about. And then there's also a way where you just sit back and, you know – you do the same thing for your whole life and you kind of never took a risk and Mm -hmm. never really put yourself out there. So, you know, closer to the middle is probably the, a better place to be. And, you know, depending on how you like to do things and certain things, you can kind of go towards each end from there. But yeah, I'd I'd agree with that for sure. I thought it was interesting when you said like uh, people wait their whole lives and then like they regret. Yeah. Um, after you do it, because I think that <clears throat> just making a generalization that like some people aren't confident enough in themselves to try and take that big jump or that big risk and do it for at the end of the day, you gotta do it for yourself first yeah. before anything else. But um, do you think that that obviously you guys are very confident individuals for the most part, at least from the outside looking in? Do you think that that helps you in making those bigger decisions when it comes down to it? 
For sure. Yeah. I mean, you got to, I was just talking, I was doing another podcast earlier today and we're talking about what courage means and where, when it's required of you the most. And I, I was talking about how when you first start something, you know, it takes a lot of courage because a lot of people don't want to look like the fool for that first period of time that you don't know what you're doing. Um, and that requires a lot of courage that I think holds a lot of people back. And so having like self-confidence, self-worth, having a higher calling of not putting your value and what other people think of you makes it a lot easier. So I think it's a little deeper than just being confident. Like you're not, you're not so worried about other people seeing you look silly for however long you're going to, you're going to fall and learn and figure out how to do what you're doing. And then eventually, you know, you're going to improve and you're going to get good at it. But a lot of people don't want to go through that first, however long period it is to look foolish. And I think that's where the courage comes in of just jumping in and, and figuring it out as you go. Absolutely. And I would, um, the only thing that I would say is I would replace the, you, you, you said confidence, you said courage to me, the word that is, that comes to my mind is belief. And, you know, you can, you can, if you, if you don't have belief, if you don't really have a vision or see yourself, um, see the end of, of where you're going to be and, and know you can do it, then, that's really a, a big determining factor. And, and so like, yeah, you know, I feel, I feel confident in myself and stuff, but more importantly than that, I, be, I believe in myself. I believe that if I, if I want to accomplish something, if I want to make something happen, and if that aligns with God's will and his plan in my life, then it's going to happen no matter what. And if I want to accomplish something and it doesn't align with God's plan for me, I trust his plan. It's, it's, greater than anything I could imagine. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like I believe in myself and that allows me to go full force into whatever it is that I'm pursuing and not have doubts about uh, the, the results or the outcomes. And, and just, again, back to the giving my best effort, that's what it's really about. And, and you know, if, if I want to accomplish something, if I want to make it happen, then I believe it will happen. And, and if it doesn't, if it's not part of God's plan, then know we'll pivot we'll figure we'll figure out and and everything that i've had happen to me has been for i feel like my overall betterment as a person even if in the moment i didn't feel that way if it was in if it was painful if it hurt i can look back on a lot of these things now with a lot of gratitude and feel like they it was very purposeful and intentional events that happened in my life that have brought me to the person i am today and uh yeah, so I think belief is is something that is is even more important than confidence. That's interesting that word switch there. It def I, I see what you're saying though that self belief is well. There's is just certain words, right? Like people talk about certain things about why people are successful, this and that, and that's always been something that's important to me is the sp- specifics of it. And because I study a lot of successful people, and whether that's in my industry or in different industries, and I try to see what has got them there and then, you know, apply that to to me. And I feel like if you, it's easy to misunderstand it. You know, people can look at, for example, something like talent. And I think talent's very misunderstood. You know, oh, this person's successful because they're, they're talented. It's like, well, is it because they're talented or is it because their work ethic or is it so like you could say like those th- kind of things almost end up in, they end up looking synonymous, right? Cause you don't have a full picture into a person's life or, Oh, this person, that person's so confident. They look like they could do anything. It's like, well, yeah, they're, they're confident, but more so they, they have self belief. And that, so to me, that's always just been important. Yeah. Cause like confidence can take away the personal responsibility of the person like, Oh, they, they, they were born confident. Like, I'm not confident. But belief right. puts it back on their shoulders. Like, well, you can just choose to believe in yourself. Right. So. It's intrinsic versus it's not It's not a label. Yeah. Like, uh, again, back to the, the, the two examples we've given. Like, you can label somebody as talented, mm-hmm. but that's like almost nobody really looks at themselves and says, yes, I'm talented. Mm-hmm. They could say, no, I work hard or, mm-hmm. or I've built these skills. Right. And that, that goes back to, to hard work or, oh, they don't say like, yeah, I'm, I'm super confident. A lot of people, I mean, maybe some people do say that, but I feel like co- confidence is just like something that like is almost a more service level. 
yeah. versus self, like I believe, like I believe in myself. Like that, that's very intrinsic mm-hmm. and very like deep. I feel like it makes a difference, you know, just, and not, not only in the way you try to go about your life, but also just the way you feel about yourself. Like if I, I think if, if you, if, if, if you tell yourself every day, like I'm confident, I'm confident, I've, I'm confident. What happens if something doesn't go your way and it shakes that confidence and you're like, and you, and you don't feel confident and you're like, oof, I don't feel confident right now. But if you have self-belief, if you believe believe in yourself then you could have something that shakes your and you maybe you don't feel confident but deep down that self-belief is still there like you still believe that okay maybe my confidence isn't what it was but i know we're going to get through this Mm -hmm. because i believe in myself like i don't know that's to me where it just gets a little deeper yeah and i mean action builds that too over as you prove more to yourself your belief like they goes hand in hand so that helps with which will build confidence so it's like you can start with believing in yourself and then the stuff you do to prove that to yourself daily and choosing to do the right things right have right habits pushing through when you don't want to it's like that's what ultimately leads you to like this unwavering belief that you can get it done because you have you not only have your belief that you're choosing but you also have the evidence for it like no i've done all these things i've I've responded to the things that I said I was going to do. And so that that goes hand in hand with feeling that to your core. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, for perfect example of that is like, there's been times where I've had my confidence shaken where I've been like, I don't know how we're going to get this done, Mm -hmm. but you fall back on that, that self-belief based on evidence, based on past experience. Yep. And based on the work you put in where you're like, you know what? Maybe my confidence is shaking a little bit. I don't know how we're going to get this done, but I know we're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And and that's where that, that to me is what really what I'm talking about is like, yeah. no matter what the situation is, I, I know the work I put in and, and the, the effort and, you know, we're going to, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. That's just, and, and that, that comes from self-belief. It's not even, if the confidence isn't there, there's the, the belief is there. Mm-hmm. Let's get deep. Let's get deep. Let's get deep. You guys <laughs> want to have anything else or ready to rock? Just, uh, you know, love you guys. God bless you. God bless the viewers. God bless America. Said it best. Have a good one.